Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Clayton, happy first week of summer. I love summer. Your girls are home. They're home. They well, as soon as we could get the pool out in the backyard, we did. Yeah, so we've well, been we had in the backyard. some hot days already, yeah. so it's yep. felt like summer for yep. a couple of weeks now. Yep, but. yep. So they're they're getting they're turning into little blondies with a uh, with golden brown skin. So yeah, that's it's so pretty fun. fun. It's so fun. <laughs> I love, even though like my kids are older, so our summers look different than when they were your girls' age. Mm-hmm. I still just love the feeling of summer because I'm such a like a. I like to be more go with the flow mm-hmm. and I thrive in that. Um, yeah. A couple of my children do not. <laughs> so summer's <laughs> a little hard for them. Um, but I am trying to get better at creating mm-hmm. structure yeah. around their summers. Like, hey, let's start the mornings with, um, I like to give them a few things like read something out of your Bible and just write down a verse or something that stood out to you. Kind of yeah. like what we do when we do text groups here. Right. Right. Uh, what stood out to you in the passage. And then, yeah, read part of your library books. They like to do the reading program at the library yeah. and then you have good kids. Wow. They're Must well, be a good parent. I say <laughs> uh, <laughs> some weeks go better than other weeks, but yeah, it's just all yeah. trying to do yeah. the best we can. Right. Yeah. So happy summer. I'm excited. The winter's long. We winter. need the summer. Yeah. I want to be tired of summer by the end of summer. That's always like, um, Oh, that's a good goal. Yeah. Like it's just so too much. hot and ready to be done, but mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. So. Do you guys do, when my kids were little, we liked to do bucket lists for summer. That's a fun thing to do. So yeah. whether that it's really, uh, easy things like ice cream at three different ice cream shops, or, um, we'd make a Maybe list Kai's. of things we wanted to do before summer ended. And you know, even just like one hike by the lake or, yeah. you know, to be more intentional about enjoying our time during the That's summer. That's a great idea. And I'm putting so, in practice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, do awesome. I, I will do that too. Cause yeah. with older kids, it would be fun too, to yeah. let's go kayaking one time. Let's yeah. go. I don't know. Just yeah. different things. So we put it on the, on the adult bucket list, reading books this summer. Reading books this summer. Yes. You great guys. Segue. Yes. That was a good segue. You're like a <laughs> professional at this by now. Um, yeah. So we thought it would be fun. So summer is a time I especially, well, I love to read. Um, so we thought we'd do our own little like T3 family book club. Yeah. Bookworms, and so we found a couple of, yeah, we are bookworms this summer, We're right? Trying. Um, so Clayton and I picked a couple of books that we thought would be cool for um, you guys to read along with us, or we're going to talk about it. The fun thing about these books is I don't think there's any spoilers. So hopefully Mm -hmm. what we talk about today and next time uh, will make you want to pick up the book and read it for yourself. So, And and the books we're going to use this summer kind of are lead into classes in the fall. So there are things offered around both the books for the summer. And we're just keeping you guessing. I'm not telling what they are quite yet. Just so you know, so you could read them this summer. You also could be a part of a a community that goes through the book this fall. Yeah. Are you a reader, Clay? Do you like? I'm to learning read? to be a reader. Okay. I never was growing up, but now I like to read. You like it's to so read. crazy how you change. Yeah, so. I, I'm proud of myself because I feel like I'm growing in reading more nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I would say even two or three years ago, Becky. I would always just say, oh, I don't read nonfiction. Right. I don't like it, which is totally opposite of so many people. Like my husband, for example, he's like, why would you read fiction? Like, right. it's not true. Like he'll read to like, he wants information. He wants to learn something. Yeah. And I'm like, cause re- really reading for me right. is like, I do it for pleasure. I mm-hmm. do it to yeah. relax. And yeah. so I've ever since I was little, like, yeah. man, I was a kid, like when the summer reading program at the library came out, like a week later, I was yeah. done with it because <laughs> I just would read, 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 yeah. get all my prizes and yeah. then 
keep yeah. reading. I thought one time I could read every book in the library. Yeah, that's an excellent goal. Ooh, wow. Uh, you can't though, because <laughs> they keep changing there's them. new books like every second. Right, right. So I will say, I, I, so I didn't like to read to learn. Sure. I did love to read fiction growing yes. up. Like I read every Hardy Boy book, every That's Lewis Lamore book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love to read those kinds of books. And now I'm, I'm trying to go back that way a little bit. I, sure. I need some fiction. I gotta yes. get my imagination it's, going. It's really so. good for your imagination. Right. right. Do your girls like, well, they probably can't quite read yet, can they? We are still reading. We like, we like uh, all the pigeon books. That pigeon yes. is something. The and the Pete the Cat books. Mm-hmm. And uh, we right now we're reading Indescribable. It's by Louis Ooh, Giglio. Like it's like science one. and like yes. just like um, cool things about our world that are, yeah. they, they love that. We've gone through that one too. Yeah. That's, so. I learned stuff out of that book. Right. We did it as like our family devotions yeah. after dinner yeah. a lot of times because it was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, here's some more recommendations for you with your girls. We, my kids loved the Bob Goff for kid books. So oh, okay. he has everybody always for kids. Like yeah. they might be a smidgen young, although your oldest might like yeah. it, but yeah. I mean- yeah, my kids yeah. really love those because Bob Goff is a great storyteller. Yes, so yes. it was really cool. So we want you to read this summer. Are you hearing this? Are you, are you, are you getting excited <laughs> about reading? I just, read you know, a little bit. Yeah. I know. I'm. Yeah, and I was always the mom by the side of the pool. with a, I loved when my kids got old enough that at the pool I didn't have to like watch them constantly because yeah. I would bring a book and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I like it. All right. Are we ready to introduce our first, first book? First book, ready? Yeah. If there's a drum roll, we, we would do it. I don't know if we can insert that in here or not, but we'll see. <laughs> no, we can't. You have to do your own drum roll. Uh, so our first book that we're going through is Habits of the Household by Justin Early. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to be honest, Clay. When you first said we should go through this book, I was not interested. Okay. Um, because I don't like to read books that make me feel bad about myself. Hmm. And I thought this book was going to basically tell me I was doing everything wrong. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. There's our honest, uh, thing. And, and I also sometimes feel like, I mean, with a 16 year old, a 12 year old and a nine year old, I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's too late. <laughs> I've the done ship has all the t- yeah, the ship has sailed. I uh, I feel like we're basically no, we're not yeah. done raising them, but you know, yeah. you kind of feel like it's too late. We yeah. can't. What are we going to do now? Um yeah. what I've learned about this book because I read the whole thing cover mm-hmm. to cover, he is not that way at all. Yeah. Um so, lest right. you hear the th- right. the title "Habits of the Household" and are already right. like right. tuning out, I encourage right. you, like, mm-hmm. don't like, yeah, we're gonna talk about it a little. I bit. I think you'll be inspired. Like, it's like it's like oh, like that. I love that. Oh, we're already kind of doing that. Let's do more of that. I think yes. I think you're gonna be excited by this book, and I, anyone can read it. I agree. Right? Anyone? Like, if you when it, it's all about. What? Sorry, keep going. We'll talk no, about no, it. No, no, no. I was going to say, go. I know we're both like so excited about it. Like, yeah. I don't even know where to start yeah. to um, talk about it. But um, as a person, so me personally, I would say in general, I'm not a super disciplined person as much as I would like to be. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear the word habits, I'm like, ugh, this is going to be something that I have to strive mm-hmm. towards. The thing is that kind of clicked with me. This is one of those things that I think I knew it, but as I was reading this clicked with me is like, I have habits in place. Right. Everybody has habits. We do. <laughs> so um, it's all about being so intentional about the habits because a lot of my habits are the 
go-to easy road example, the one I'm working on currently, um, that I have to continue to work on is in the morning, what is the first thing I am looking at? Mm -hmm. My habit is, well, let's see what's on social media. Let's see what's on Facebook. Let's see what's on Instagram. Um, I don't want that to be my habit. So now (laughs) what am I putting in place to get rid of that habit? It is for me, it's been taking them off of my home screen. So they're not even the first thing I see or not even touching my phone until I've gotten up. I've had coffee. I've said good morning to my people. I've um, read maybe just a little bit of the Bible and then maybe we'll see if we have time to do so I said, one of the things I've just learned recently, because I would go down to make the coffee, but as I waited for the coffee, yeah. I'd pick up my phone. I know. And so my wife, the other day, she's amazing. It's like, you know, we could program the coffee to be ready when you come down the stairs and then there's no wait. You're so I just come waiting. down and pour my cup and go straight to my chair, open my Bible. I was like, huh, eliminated yeah. the space where I would, you know, usually choose to check scores or yes. whatever. And then you stabble and yeah. 15 minutes are gone. So. Right. So quickly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So, um, that's a good word, Becky. These and many more things are just a few are what Justin early touched on in this yeah. book. So Clayton, yeah, tell me a few things that stood out to you or yeah. What you thought while you were reading this book. Well, I think kind of going with what you said is, is recognizing like what is normal in my life? What are my habits? Just, mm-hmm. I just taking some time to establish this is how we do things right now. Yep. And he asked the question, why do I do things like that mm-hmm. right now? And his answer was, if I can find it here somewhere, uh, usually it had to do with efficiency, impatience, rush, trying to get things done. A lot of his habits were from that, the way they you know, went to bed, the way they woke up in the morning. Um, and so he said, why? Uh, well, that's not how I want to right. start my day or end my day. Like There has to be a better way to do this, yep. which requires what you said, some intentionality. Yeah. Well, how he says, like, our hearts follow our habits. Mm-hmm. And so God is so kind and he's right. so good. So like me and my humanity can really get down on myself. I'm like, why right. am I opening Facebook first thing? Right. Um, because when I look at my heart, I'm like, that's not what I want my heart right. to follow. I want right. my day to start with truth and, and truth is not found very easily on Facebook. I don't know if you knew that. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so finding truth in God's word right. or with, yeah, Lectio Divina Mm -hmm. app or, um, you know, so many ways I could start with truth. Mm -hmm. Um, I want, I want to start off late. Well, we've already kind of started, but I, I wanted to mention this was so huge at the end of each chapter. He, this is what it would say. We always need the reminder of grace. God's love inspires our action, but our action does not inspire God's love. Our family habits will not change God's love for us, but God's love for us should change our family habits. Hmm. I love that so much because that's what it's all about, right? right. Is the grace. Like right. we we're learning and there's so much grace in that. So yep. if tomorrow morning I wake up and right. the first thing I open is social media, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean God loves me less. That just means I have a lot of work yet to do and yep. he's here for it. Right. Like he's excited about that too. So. Right. Yeah. So be gracious. That's a, um, I like to be said that you can't think your way out of a habit. 
So right. you have these, these things are in place. You can't think, oh, it would be good for us to do this. And he said, no, you have to practice your way out. Mm-hmm. And one of the fun things we do with our girls right now, which has been good for me, it's funny how this works when you're yeah. trying to parent your children, the father's parenting you. And uh, um, we talk about how much fun it is to practice. Yeah. And how when you practice more, like you just get better at things because you practice them. And so we're like learning to draw things right now. I'm terrible at drawing this. Well, look how you used to draw it. Look how much better you are now. Yeah. So they love this idea of practice. I feel like I saw like Alan Iverson, if anyone knows that old famous scene, practice. Talking about practice. We're talking about practice because <laughs> there's grace yeah. with practice. And you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the book, he like he works through, I mean, just like all the big things, like waking up, meal times, discipline, screen time, family devotions, marriage, work, play, conversation, and bedtime. And so how, well, I love how he starts the book because you know, I think you, sometimes when you're reading or studying, you think, you, all right, so I need to carve out like X amount of time for perfect quiet and I can take all my notes. And that just doesn't happen a whole lot in life. Right. And so I love how he starts his book, how to read this book. He says, my greatest hope is that is not that you sit down in a quiet place and read this book alone. You might do that with a good novel, but this book is different. So I hope rather that you read snatches of it between toddler fits and soccer trips. I hope that you nod off during a chapter because the baby was up last night and get distracted at a good part because your 12-year-old drops a surprise question about sex. I hope you read a page aloud for your spouse and put it down and talk about it. Just He says, just slowly, just... Work your way yeah. through. I mean, you've read the whole book. I read the whole thing. I have not read the whole book yet, <laughs> but it's changing stuff in our house. It does. Well, and I was going to say, I, I borrowed a copy from, um, from here, but I'm buying it myself for sure because it's such a good resource to go back to. Um, yeah, it's just such a good resource. Right. I was going to say too, um, it's about just over 200 pages, 223. Um, but it, the way it's laid out, I would say it's less than that because he mm-hmm. has like graphs and outlines and stuff like that. So it's, right. it definitely didn't feel like an over 200 page right. book. Right. It's not tiny print. Like it's just, it's just really good. Yep. Yep. And what I like to, he says is that nothing is normal. He's talking about trying to develop new things. And really you can start, you could read this book as a single person, um, as a person who's mm-hmm. dating someone. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're developing a wise person, which will be with, uh, on with us next time. Says there's an accumulation of things that as you're working through life, you're, yes. you're slowly building. You're slowly building. So yes. you can start now whenever you want, and you're developing your own patterns, your own rule for how you want to live your life. But nothing is normal until it's normal. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I think I just want to give encouragement to people who are like, it's too late. My kids are too old. They're my, and, and it's just not, and no. it's never too early. Like, right. wouldn't you have loved to give this to Clayton and Kelly at their wedding or something, you know, yeah. like let's start off our life being mm-hmm. intentional together. Um, but that's where, again, the reminder of grace, like God's grace is just so good. And so it's not too late. And yeah, even someone who's further along and I know I'm not even toward the end of my parenting journey, mm-hmm. but I, I read this and felt really, I don't know, really excited about some of the things, um, which, you, do you want to talk about one of the habits that stood out to you? And uh, well, one of the habits that stood out to me is a uh, um, uh, uh, beginning and ending days with like with like certain words. Yes. And so he tells uh, a beautiful bedtime liturgy because I think he said that he was putting his kids to bed, and it was just it was you know he got frustrated. <laughs> I'm raising my hand right now for those who are listening. And you're just trying to get people towards bed. And he was mm-hmm. stomping around as he stomped around and got more frustrated. Then kids get more bewildered. Then people do less of what they're supposed to do. Yep. And everyone goes to bed angry. Yep. And that's like the 
Like that's the worst thing in your house <laughs> right. is to go to bed angry. So he does this liturgy and he said that he did not, it did not go very well the first time I'm trying to find it here quickly. Um, aha, I found it. Um, uh, all right, I got it. So this is a bedtime blessing. So he realized that the nighttime was just not good. And so he wanted to bless his kids. And so that's what he would say. And a friend helped him think of this. He just wrote it down and said, just think about, think about how you want your day to end. So he did. And so he would say this to his kids and he would say with a hand on his child's face or head, he'd say, do you see my eyes? The child would say, yes. Can I see that I see your eyes or can you see that I see your eyes? Yes. He'd say, do you know that I love you? Yes. Do you know that I love you no matter what bad things you do? Yes. Do you know that I love you no matter what good things you do? Yes. Who else loves you like that? God does. Even more than me? Yes. Rest in that love. He goes on, he goes on to say that when he kept saying eyes, his kids like kept trying to poke his eyes and were just so fascinated by his eyes. But eventually at bedtime, his kids would say, daddy, can we have our blessing? Yes. So how that's impacted me is now when we start, I drag the, the girls to school is we pray for each other on the way. How do I pray for you today? Could you pray for me today? This is what I need today. And so we're learning, just, just make it a normal and it doesn't always go very well. Right. Daddy has to pray quite regularly, but some days they're really into it. Mm-hmm. And so as we're riding to school, we pray for each other. We pray for mommy. We pray a blessing. We pray that, that we know the Holy Spirit is inside of us, that God's walking before us and behind us and beside us. And I'm like, this is a way better way to go to school. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it just it has inspired me um, to think about how I want to start and end the day. What so. are you going to, uh, school's out. So how are you going to do that? Carry it into the summer? I have to do it at breakfast time, I suppose, yeah. as we're sitting, getting very frustrated by not eating our food because mm-hmm. we're playing. So. <laughs> <laughs> or when they wake up at 6 a.m. to color, you can <laughs> talk about Yeah. It. Well, that's actually, coloring with your kid is a perfect time to say some things because yeah. they, they're really dialed in and they're, mm-hmm. they're sitting still, you know? And so, but then I'm sitting still. Yeah. So there's always moments in your day where you could say something yep. significant that, gets ingrained. It gets ingrained whether they act like they appreciate it in the moment at all or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it never hurts to say it, right? right? right. <laughs> it never That's hurts right. to encourage someone. Right. And right. What about you? What has stood to you? Um, to encourage our listeners to yeah, read. So the chapter that probably stood out the most to me, again, maybe part of our life stage was screen time. Hmm. Um, let me see if I can find one of the quotes. Well, you know, setting limits, because I think it's so easy to make for for my family um, where screens are the norm. So like, you know, my boys will get home from school and then they want to watch Wild Kratts or whatever's on after school. And yeah, it is a great show. Mm. Um, But then the TV just stays on. And Mm -hmm. and most of the time, nobody's really even watching it. But I mean, I'm admitting it's almost embarrassing to admit, but this is what it is. But like, we just don't have limits or like if Lincoln wants to turn on Minecraft there, oh, now the video game's on. And it's like, it's kind of just become the wild, wild west, I feel like in our house. (laughs) I get home maybe like half hour, 45 minutes after they get home. And it's like, what have you guys done since you've been home? Mm -hmm. Um, So just being... On the flip side, uh, if there's needing to be consequence or discipline in my house, oftentimes mm-hmm. it is taking away screens. Um, and so I, when those times are that we are screen free, I tell my kids this all the time. I'm like, I like you so much better when you're not playing video games <laughs> or when you're not, and, and not 
I don't know. It's just so funny how it changes their yeah. whole, and it changes the whole atmosphere in our home. Mm-hmm. They do play differently. And they, um, you know, then oftentimes since there's not a TV on, we're turning on music. And, mm-hmm. and even if it's like a, you know, a sing along with fun kid movie songs yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. like we, it's so fun. And so it's just a different atmosphere. So I've been trying to like, yeah, what can we implement for this summer that, um, would help us just to be a more mm-hmm. screen free where, where screen time isn't the norm, but it's a treat and we do it together. So he talked a lot about that. Like, yeah, great. Have Friday night family movie nights right. and watch it together and then discuss the movies right. and um, make it a learning piece. So right. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He just had a, a lot of really good tips. Yeah. And again, being someone who I would say is probably one of the worst people <laughs> at yeah. limiting my kids' screen time, um, hearing his, I thought that chapter, I would just be like, oh my goodness, I'm the worst. But I felt more encouraged and like he just equips so well. Like he recognizes every family situation is different and, and start small. Maybe we start with like, Hey, when you get home, phones get tucked away for two hours or whatever, like, like do what makes sense for your family. Um, but also recognizing it, it's going to be really hard. And, and to be honest, the, the hardest might be for, me and my husband, right. like right. <laughs> trying to be that example. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Because everything is on your phone when I'm like, oh, I got to go look how much, you know, right. when is this bill due or whatever? Yeah. Like yeah. everything's on my phone. And so, but my kids don't know that. All they see is like, I'm on, on my phone. phone. Yeah. And so um, just trying to be more intentional. That's what yeah. is my hope that we can yeah. get to a point where like phones come out when the kids are in bed and then we know, you know, yeah. let's, we have an hour to get what we need done and then right. let's, right. I don't know. Yeah. So I really liked yeah. that chapter on screen time. And just a, a final thought too, cause I was thinking about, uh, it's so easy at the, to end your day, you're exhausted. And this is for anyone, any walk of life and you watch something on TV, then it's just time for bed. Yeah. And so we're really, we're trying, nothing's normal till it's normal Yes. <laughs> is, uh, to read like a bedtime liturgy. So we okay. use like the Lectio app or uh, we'll get, we have the divine hours. My parents gave me that a long time ago, mm-hmm. but just to read something as you conclude your day, to end your day well with the Lord. Cause that's really, I think in like Jewish culture, going to bed was the start of your day. Okay. So you, you, you awake rested. The first thing you do in Jewish culture, if I remember right, is, is go to sleep, Okay. which goes back to Sabbath rest. Yeah. And what I love about Sabbath, the Sabbath, um, I read a guy who heard a guy say once that he thinks the, the key to Sabbath and the creation story was that God was showing us when to say enough. Mm. So about limits. Yep. It, I did. It's good. It's good. Stop. Like yep. when to say enough. So with a lot of things in life are, are, are normal, we just can't say enough. Mm-hmm. So it's like setting a good limit and then modeling it out and then it becomes normal. Yeah. So... I yeah. think, I think I, I already know some of you have already gotten out your phones <laughs> and are looking up this book. Yeah. So, so get it. Yeah. Just go ahead and order it. Get and it then, in. you know, I so. know I'm excited to see, yeah, if, you know, if there's a class in the fall about it. Yeah. Just getting people on board and then, um, just having similar language and maybe a bit of accountability amongst ourselves in small groups or with friends. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's, what's so cool about reading the same book all together. I've, right. I've been a part of a book club for like, I don't even know how many years we've mm. been meeting 10 years and some seasons are better than others, but no matter what book we pick to just know, like, Oh, I have friends reading the same book yeah. and we, uh, get together once a month to talk about it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's just a great way to build community. So, yeah. and I, a concluding thought. Yeah, you think? go. I like what he said. Um, uh, I think it's in the introduction, but uh, just a good reminder. He said, "Someone who is stronger than you, and who loves you, is in charge." Yes. So as you're trying to figure out your patterns and your habits, your way to live life, someone who is stronger than you and who loves you is in charge. And he said, that is good That's news true. for anyone. Yeah. So you want to bless everyone, Becky, before we go? Yeah. So Jesus, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you that um, you were human. So you understand um, the power of habits. And um, we thank you for being our ultimate example. And I just uh, pray for those listening that choose to pick up this book. I pray that um, healthy habits would begin to be established. And we thank you. Thank you for your grace in all Mm -hmm. of this. So um, we love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. 